Dang. I know, cool. man. There you go. Uh, Nick Ogle, we're already rolling here. Oh, sweet. Welcome cool. to the Madness Continues podcast. Thanks for having me, man. Yeah, I'm going to do the same while you're doing that. Excessively hot tea here. My very hot green tea. Uh, you're welcome, man. Thanks for doing the podcast. Yeah, yeah thanks for the tea, too. You're welcome. Uh, you're welcome, sir. It's too hot. So, <laughs> yeah, we've been making the... um, We've been making the... I've been making the rounds. I had Skylar in here a while ago. Yeah. Finally had St. James in here. Let me turn this down a little bit. There we go. Go ahead. Talk that mic. Put that up. Get, cool. get right up on that. Cool. Could you understand what... A word that St. James said? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he was... Yeah. <laughs> that guy. He does. He gets a little mumbly sometimes. I love him. He's I wonderful, he man. He just that. had his birthday yesterday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, they all went out. I did not go out because I can't hang like that anymore. I get. I was. Yeah. I got back from... Gloria and I went to this porn fest last night. Mm-hmm. That was the one I was telling you about earlier. Yeah, it's called yeah. Hump, and it's an amateur porn festival... And I saw the flyer for it yeah, out there. Yeah, we. She loves it. We've gone every year since I've known her, basically. And uh, so t- I think this is our third one. How maybe. was this year compared to the last two years? I mean, it's all pretty much the same. It's like same stuff. It's got. It's always got. You know, a, it's always. It, it always has kind of the same things, which is like a couple of different ones that are actually really funny that like people. Uh-huh. People make like it, jokes. People put comedy in there. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. It's the first year I went. The funniest one they had was. This guy had a cum fetish, and the whole idea was like he was just explaining to you, like he was explaining his cum fetish. And he was like, "Yeah, I've got, you know, I've got a huge cum fetish, and it's it's just really like a, you know, like I've just collected, you know, semen from all these different people all over the world." Just a and sketch. Yeah, it's just, just a sketch, basically. <laughs> That's basically what it was. And he's That's like, perfect. "There's uh, and it, he's like, it, and he's got all these little jars that are filled with just little white <laughs> jizz, <laughs> <laughs> which probably was." Probably was actually. Did it look uh, different depending on which race the person came from? That's so funny. That, that would be. Hilarious. It had different, different, <laughs> slightly different ones depending on the person. But like one was, and it said like Nelson Mandela, <laughs> and then like, <laughs> yeah, and then like the best one is the camera. That's pan- not even come. That's just teardrops. <laughs> the pa- the, it, pa- it pans over. The camera pans over, and it says like Hillary Clinton, and like <laughs> it's so fucking funny. And it like the whole comedy. That's perfect. Yeah, man. and this, then they're interviewing his wife, and she's like pissed off at this whole thing. And she's like, finally, he like comes home, and she's like taken all of the jizz and poured it into one giant bucket. She's about to get rid of, and he was like, <laughs> "What are you doing?" And he's like freaking out, <laughs> and they're having this big fight. And she's like, "That's it, I'm getting rid of this." And she runs to the front door and like kicks it open, and then throws it all out. And, Ew, like, and then it like the-, <laughs> the camera pans over, and there's a mailman standing there, just just covered with jizz now. <laughs> and that is that like the sexual part of it is that like now this guy is just all covered in. Mandela Clinton yeah, I don't do it. it was so but this like so there's always like different stuff they do every year and like this one had you know there's always there's always like a, it's kind of funny actually to watch because after going for the last few years and these people create them themselves like yeah. so they're entirely determine what the makeup of their little short porn film is going to be and so it's funny because they're, the lesbian films are very much almost always the same. It's like what are those like a voiceover, and then like th- there was like three in this one, and in every other year, there's always like the same thing. It's like is there like a character arc? N- well, not quite, <laughs> but there's like a there's like an implied story, and there's like voiceover, and uh, and like a like a whole like um 
artistic abstract quality to stuff where like you know they're they're just like different like their narrative of like what is happening like describing like she you know here's what i love about her and she'd say and meanwhile you're watching sounds like woman shit hook up (laughs) yeah and then the dude ones the gay ones are just guys fucking it just start (laughs) it's just it just goes right into it and it's like it's nice to know that like no matter uh you know gay straight whatever like we all act the fucking same oh my god man it's just like it's so funny because like the guy we're so stereotypical yeah all the guy ones are literally just like there was two or three of them in this one and they're just like it starts out and this like guy and this like one of them was this guy's at campground and he's like on a hike and then he walks in and sees this other guy at this campground and they just immediately start <laughs> just like not, they just yeah. both take their dicks out and start like start jerking them off then one's father comes out and says i'm proud of you <laughs> yeah, and then that's how that, that's, ends. that is how it ends <laughs> and then the other one was this guy comes home from work midday and his partner's like getting naked and getting ready for him and then like they just have sex and like that's <laughs> that's the whole thing you're like i don't even know these guys yeah and then, it, and then there's always one that's like the, the the straight people ones are always like, oh, here's an, a middle aged, not that attractive couple <laughs> who are still like their sex is really hot because they're both into it. Uh-huh. But you're watching it going like, I just don't really like. <laughs> you know what? They love I'm, each other. Yeah, I'm happy important. for them, but I'm not like turned on by this. <laughs> like, it's like good for them. Sounds like, yeah, there's like each one has its own thing that's endearing about it. And then like there's always one that's like people fucking in nature or like the one that won best porn. The one that that. totally the one that won best uh, in show this year, which is actually a 10 grand prize, is a couple that flew literally all over the world over in the last year to fuck Mm -hmm. in like every and they're, they're like filming like for two two or three seconds she's like blowing him right by the eiffel tower oh like i was gonna say is it by like the welcome to belgium like, that's so funny <laughs> well there's one that was right by like uh the the big fountain and in, in, by grant park or whatever yeah in yeah, chicago yeah. Mm-hmm. like there's just they are all over and then they're in italy and they're both drinking bottles of wine as they're like banging next to like the amalfi <laughs> coast and stuff and so it's like you could it's clear clear why it won best oh you know, yeah it's amazing but like that's there's a, a lot of effort to not win best whatever right right, <laughs> right. so so that was uh so there's always one like that and then there's one where they're like hiking and then there's like an orgy or something and that happened this year and uh that was the one that won best last year was like this couple and it starts out where they're both they're just it's it just like cold opens to the two of them on like a selfie and mm-hmm. they're like hey and then they like camera turns and they're in an airplane and then they and you're like oh shit and then they like it's clear that they're about to go skydiving and then like the and then the no. guy like takes the camera and he like hands it to someone else and as the camera backs up and someone else is holding it you see they're both naked and they're actually <laughs> both having sex right now in the airplane <laughs> that I one you're gonna say they jumped out and they, they are did like, Fucking in they're, the they're, air, they're like in tandem because they're in like a tandem jump. Yeah, they're fucking connected. Yeah, and Ew, so <laughs> that seems uncomfortable. Actually, how the fuck do you hold an erection like when you're about legit- to jump out of a goddamn airplane? <laughs> I don't know. That's like uh, if you're turned on by fear, I guess. So like they're fucking <laughs> in the airplane, and then they both in. T- they have no clothes on. 
and they have their air they have their like put parachutes and tandem <laughs> air jump stuff on mm-hmm. and the guy's like uh, uh, and you can see and it's like what showing a way you, to go the camera out like too. yeah right the camera like p- goes down so you see his dick is hard and it's like in her mm-hmm. and then he like pulls back and she like and they both give thumbs up and then like it pans over and you see like the jump master and you know he's the jump master because it says jump master on his like <laughs> shirt and then he gives a thumbs up and then they both stand up and just jump out the window but just before mm-hmm. they jump out the guy, the camera guy, or they jump out, and then the camera guy jumps out right behind them, and then yeah. flies down past them, and is like going around them as they're like fucking cool. in midair, <laughs> and then it starts cutting to like them, um, like at their apartment, fucking in the shower, and then like on a hike on the mountain, and then it just turns into this giant orgy, and you're like, that'd be funny if it just like wasn't the same for them, if they were like, we cannot top fucking in the air, and yeah, and now we just can't have sex yeah just that's it <laughs> so anyway there's always one like that so it's a unique yeah festival. i feel like some of those need like a post-game interview of like so what was what was going on in your head where you were right. just like i Let's i don't know we need airplane to, yeah we need to fuck how crazy are you <laughs> are you fucking crazy <laughs> gravity's not enough for me anymore yeah like what's the next thing we're we gonna we're we gonna fuck during a bank robbery or like yeah. what the what the hell's the next <laughs> adrenaline thing right yeah i have no no i can't get clue. it up it's unless good. i think i'm gonna die like it's so yeah. we're gonna fuck we're actually fucking, That's in, fucking a- in chicago that's <laughs> <laughs> oh that was too easy all right here's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna call <laughs> was... the police and say that there's domestic violence going on then we're gonna yeah. fuck until they get here that's what the one was in a in grant park yeah <laughs> oh man i mean they were white though so they could get away with that yeah do do they have a lot of uh uh like black stuff or a lot of uh people from like other cultures oh like, totally making, like insane pieces of art as well as like pornography yeah well they have the i mean it's run by dan savage so like the whole idea is it's like a diversity and like you know everybody and the idea behind it the reason why i'm saying like all these ones are like different is because you're the idea is so that everybody can see themselves represented in like a in in a sexual situation on film which is Mm -hmm. like not always what you what you can do you know like yeah like they're very specific and they talk about it before the th- and I actually like the, the the philosophy behind this whole thing is like Dan Savage gives this talk before the whole thing where he's like you know the problem is that pornography as it's created in our culture is created commercially and has a very specific kind of this is exactly what it's trying to do which is yeah there's definitely a default oh yeah and yeah, yeah. no matter what it is so like there's a lot of people who unfortunately don't get to sort of self-determine Mm-hmm. their sexuality it gets dictated to them by the porn that they're consuming yeah and so his idea is like let's create this ourselves and that was and it's like it's been 15 years it'll be 15 years this november of them doing this every year so the idea That's is good. actually yeah. really cool it it's, is a little bit weird though because you know i sometimes have like reactions to things i'm watching mm-hmm. and i can't always and you're in a theater with 150 other people are you, are you german no 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 no, no scottish right i'm scottish scottish yeah, yeah. Do you ever look up Scottish porn? <laughs> no, dude, because those women are indistinguishable from sheeps. Um, <laughs> uh, that's probably because they're just sheep, actually. Actually, it's, yeah. <laughs> they're actually just sheep. Uh, so I'm just kidding. Some some Scottish women are gorgeous, some, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> um, some of them are actually uh, people. Weird. Yeah, <laughs> with feelings and et cetera. Anyway, uh, where this is going is the... The, uh, but I had like reactions like to watching because you're in a the theater with 150 people. Yeah, that's kind of weird because mm-hmm. you're like you're not normally 
you you don't ever consume porn normally with like maybe yourself and one other person mm-hmm. ever. You're not in a group of, not a, yeah. of of anonymous people. I don't know mm-hmm. any of these people. Like so that was kind of weird. And I was like, oh, we're all sitting in those seats too. And there was one moment that was so I know, right? They <laughs> one of the rules they had to update the rules. There's always three rules every year, and one of them is like no cell phones, like no cell phones. Period. One is don't um. You there, are, there are, you're not no judgment. Like you can't be if you don't like something, just close your eyes. Yeah. Like whatever. Um, I forget what the third one is, but the fourth one that they added this year is don't take your dick out. That's <laughs> took them fifteen years. Took to them fifteen get years to, to get to that. <laughs> to get to don't take right. your don't dick take out. Your dick out. Just don't fucking do it, guys. Come on, it's been fourteen years. <laughs> I've never been. But here's <laughs> the thing. Even every year I've gone, I've never been turned on watching it. I well, just, yeah. You, you think that's the other people like being there? too yeah maybe the other hundred people yeah i also yeah, just <laughs> kind of like there's very there's there are because it's regular people to be perfectly honest there's very few people who i'm like oh that those people are fucking hot and this is hot watching mm-hmm. it yeah but like most of the time i'm like these people are overweight and <laughs> <laughs> like just is, they have like real people problems yeah you know? which is fine like that's yeah. great i'm philosophically i'm behind the idea mm-hmm. i'm just not turned on by it and yeah. the, I had this reaction this time that I thought would was totally going to get my ass kicked by somebody, which is like there's this scene where all these like uh, trans people are like having sex or like tra- tra- trans and like I just clearly like not traditional gender identifying people. Sure. And um, one of these people is this <laughs> overweight, overweight woman. I'm going to sound like such an asshole describing this, but this overweight woman who has a strap on on mm-hmm. and she's like like having she's like getting the strap on she's like getting the strap on sucked by people and stuff and like mm-hmm. maybe that's hot i'm kind of not really that into it sure but sure. whatever everybody's yeah. t- no judgment you're but allowed the, to not be yeah, turned on yeah whatever sure. uh, yeah <laughs> and uh, totally okay with it, everybody but for some fucking reason this hit my funny bone which is like she's done getting it sucked by this uh other, by this trans woman and then she sits back and like put and like sits sits on the couch so it's like sticking up and mm-hmm. you're clear you're like oh they're about to fuck and then she takes out a condom and puts it on the strap <laughs> <laughs> and i'm that's sure that's perfect hey look man you can still <laughs> spread shit with saliva yeah so. yeah no totally and it could have been in somebody else and like yeah. all this stuff but like but safety first i love yeah. that <laughs> I, know, I know right and I just, I could not, I started, I started, I was like, <laughs> and Gloria got so What if she so was like having me. trouble putting the condom on the like thing she, Like if she had to like, like flip it around, but then she was like, oh, it already touched yeah, the top like, oh, and then no, tossed the like condom. Too, like <laughs> This was too small for the, the dil- that, I don't know. <laughs> or like she just, she, she puts it on upside down on accident and then is like, oh, maybe yeah. there's cum on it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to, like, this don't it. look right. Hold on one second. And this is a whole 15 minute ordeal in this in That's the whole short film. <laughs> yeah i just so there was something about that her putting on and like the whole yeah. and it was all one shot like it was like <laughs> it was all like did she pull the condom out from like under the couch it was there pre-planned <laughs> ready to go it was so funny it was just so funny and and like i thought you know maybe it's a psychological thing because it's like this is she's feeling like this is her dick or something uh-huh. but the idea of like it's a clearly plastic fake dick that you're putting (laughs) like don't you want to like like there was something about it where i'm like are you trying to like like uh like oh last longer like yeah (laughs) you're gonna feel nothing on top of nothing it's just layers of nothing (laughs) 
Oh, fuck, At this dude. point, you might as well be sticking your dick in bubble wrap or something. Oh, yeah, my I God. I feel <laughs> like such an asshole by la- for laughing at that, but it was just oh, so... Oh, yeah. Well, because they don't know that's what you're laughing at. Yeah. Right? Like, as a comic, I'm like, this is <laughs> so you, funny. Condom. <laughs> yeah. People think... Like, people right. would think I'm, like, condescending to it. I'm like, no, that's... I If that makes uh-huh. them... that they Whatever their pronoun is, feel you know good and yeah and, and, and that's what they want to do that's totally fine but i just think it's so <laughs> like what if she's like oh i need more lube or like <laughs> <laughs> just having real dick problems with the <laughs> strap. yeah Look, i think i think you had a right to, to to giggle to yourself in that moment yes. uh, oh my god dude <laughs> it, was, it was so ridiculous oh it's fuck. so funny did you see anything else cool while you were there uh, else noteworthy. The, the people watching is amazing at this event. I'm sure, yeah. yeah. You, as you can imagine, it's it was it's at the Music Box Theater, and the people who come out to watch a public porn fest are not and, and are not a uh, diverse group of people. I mean, they're not a they're a diverse group of people, mm-hmm. but they're not a unspecific group of people. Right they're, they're, right, they're the kind of people who would come and do that. Yeah, and so they're all showing up, and they're wearing. <laughs> some people are wearing like gold bodysuits, and some people are wearing like leather okay. chaps and like i okay i didn't normally associate gold bodysuits with porn but uh well but cool. it's like a public porn thing so Without, it's like a, okay. hey this is kind of like yeah. a party sort of <laughs> yeah except like Shit. you can't get your dick out and <laughs> yeah it was just not a, not this 15th year we can't <laughs> no last last 14 we were good <laughs> but but the this people time, watching you somebody saying, ruined it and now we all can't do it you know what i no. mean <laughs> now oh there's a rule about it yeah but like the thing that's great is like dan savage who gives a talk at the beginning says the n- rule number four is no dicks out but he's like and by dick i mean all dicks doesn't matter what kind of dick it is yeah it could be your vagina dick it could be your <laughs> and i thought that was he's so got jokes too okay. funny yeah oh my god it was so funny how does like, your so you said your girlfriend really likes yeah. going to these? What is it specifically that she likes about going? That she goes every I, she year? just likes sexuality. Mm-hmm. Like Gloria is just very <clears throat> sexual being in the world, and just is very just kind of radiates that energy. And yeah. like she just likes sex and the uh, and being in an environment where that's the subject matter. Mm-hmm. So like we went to um, a while ago. <laughs> this is. I did not imagine this podcast going this way, but let's <laughs> <laughs> like, Nick Ogilvy talk about his right. <laughs> talk about his JFL audition. Just, <laughs> look, so man, I'm an expert in both fields. So. <laughs> <laughs> so we go to um, you know, recently at the Chicago Art Museum, there was this. So we're both members because we're white and pretentious, and uh, we just anybody who I want to imp- we're members so I can impress people. That's it. Yeah. If they come into town, I'm like, well, we're members at the art museum, so we can go. Uh, anyway, that's fucking dope. <laughs> it is kind of cool, actually. But there's a uh, they had a they had a um, they had this exhibit that was Japanese scroll art pieces. I forget the exact name of them, but mm-hmm. they are Japanese scroll art pieces that appeared in like rich men, like upper class men's homes. And then also and I didn't know this until we got there brothels. That like mm. there was a very particular kind of brothel culture that existed in Japan in like the like 1500s, which is where these were f- when these were from. That was uh, you had to be rich and you had to spend time at the brothel enough to know the etiquette to complete like actually f- wow like, f- like fucking a, a you know a, a you know woman who worked there mm-hmm. i guess i don't want to like condescend and be like a whore that works there no, i guess right. that's what she is kind of but anyway 
you had to know the um, the sex worker. I think is probably the politically correct term to use. Sure. Yeah. Um, anyway, that dirty hoe bitch who's working at the <laughs> <laughs> so bad, dude. The sex worker who's working at the brothel. Yeah. The process of working was like you had to pay to for entry, but there was all these really specific rules, and if you violated any of them, they asked you to leave, and mm-hmm. you didn't get your money back. So the idea was that you had to have enough money to have gone there enough times to know like what to do. So it was a sign of like hot of like your status to like be Mm -hmm. able to like spend time at these brothels and stuff. But anyway, where this is going is like a lot of this artwork has like really fucking seriously like porn looking stuff depicted on it because it's in brothels. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So Gloria loved this. She loved it. One of the rules is no dicks out. Oh, dude. No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> One of the rules of the museum was no dicks out. But it was like, I mean, penis and vagina, double penetration, mm-hmm. dude with his foot in a woman's pussy while he's fucking, fucking another shit. woman. Just yeah. the best they could do in yeah, the Yeah, all these Japanese, right? I know all these Japanese dudes, and you're like, what? And you're like, man, if this goes against the stereotype that Asians don't have sex or know how to fuck, because damn. God, like, yeah. This the dude foot. is. Yeah. His, well, why do you. I mean, there's. there's oh, and there's their dicks the, were like way not proportional to real life. Like, their dicks, <laughs> their dicks were enormous on this, like, Japanese shit. It was so funny. Look, I, man, yeah. If nobody's going to dig up the bones, be able to find out, sure. Oh, my God, it, man. <laughs> it was so funny. Give it an extra nine inches. Yeah, why you know? not, right? I'm commissioning this painting. Yeah. Like. <laughs> You play me That's with what a the regular for. dick, yeah, you, you fucking idiot. <laughs> what do you want to be an employed artist or not? It's the same reason you don't like amateur porn. Like it's it's too real. It's oh, not- that's what yeah, that's what I was telling you before like this thing started. So this whole thing is basically amateur porn, right? I mean yeah. the, the film festival. And the whole time this year I'm like, man, these dicks are so small. <laughs> it's- and you can't pull yours out to show everybody. Yeah, I can't else be. Yeah, right. Damn, I can't be yeah. like, look, man, this is what a real dick <laughs> yeah, looks. Like. This is why I want to see it, my Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just want to watch my. I just want to see myself depicted in the porn. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that the oh point? Oh my god, that's like that's something that I've never <laughs> oh, that's done, so but funny. I've always like thought about. Is like, man, I wonder what I look like having sex because I'm pretty sure it's not what I think I look. like. Oh, you got. I mean, that's a <laughs> that's a bit right there. <laughs> You got to do I'm it just sure. for the experiment to see. You got to record yourself with some lucky lady. God. And then uh, yeah. and then watch it back. Watch it back and just like watch it back the same way that I'm sure like I watch back like stand up clips where I'm just like, oh, fucking I'm looking down too much. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, man. Why'd you I, stutter? Why'd you stutter? I watch my <laughs> stand up. One line. I watch my stand up clips and I'm like, man, I look so weird and act so weird on stage. Like Dude. I have like a weird kind of I don't know what it for doing a stand up as long as I do it I yeah have I was weird gonna mannerisms because it it sounds to me like uh, that's something that like we all go through and that uh, I will never get over and it sounds like maybe none of us will ever get over that just feeling weird on stage uh, well looking mannerisms? back at it and being and and just like noticing every little thing and like no clip no clip that I have ever gotten has been perfect oh yeah meanwhile every show that I have not gotten a clip for has been perfect <laughs> so, that's so funny it's like yeah i i don't uh i don't know that that's something that like maybe maybe i get past that like maybe i don't mm. you know who knows because i know other comics who like have the same problem yeah i don't know i needed to start recording every i just made the decision that uh two things actually i just talked to my girlfriend about them this morning but i was like one is i have to i gotta start doing comedy again every day like i just need mm-hmm. to go out and grind every day yeah uh i i might 
you know, it's not like the run I did with Bill where we were like doing comedy literally every day. Yeah. Like, but I think <laughs> I, I think that. I might yeah, take yeah. a day or two off, but uh, I definitely need to be in the mindset of going out every day mm-hmm. again. And the second is I need to record every single one of my sets. Yeah. That's that's a huge one because going back and <clears throat> listening to him, even like uh, for me, uh, like that I can think of like tags a little bit easier if I'm going back and like listening to it. I'm like, oh, this angle is like so obvious. Why didn't you? Yeah, listening back to that? my sets is something that I I try to do a lot, especially if I'm working new yeah. material out. Yeah, but watching myself on stage in, in video, I haven't done a ton of, like mm-hmm. even though I have the camera, you know what yeah. I mean? Well, you also have a fucking special out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not that special. <laughs> it's pretty special. It's pretty. I got to do a pretty special uh, festival off of your special. So. Did you actually? What'd you do? The the Fringe Fest. Oh shit! That's yeah. how you got Part the Fringe me. Fest. Yeah, and I got, yeah that's yeah, true. Yeah. That's exactly how that happened. <laughs> yeah, if I had never filmed that, I would have never gotten. Yeah. What if I was just like using your special to get into festivals yeah, and stuff? Uh, I was, <laughs> this guy. You watch this guy do comedy. I promise, I'm better than him. No, no, no! <laughs> like, wow, you don't look anything like uh, the video. Well, you were Nor talking your comedy not to not saying. to turn this to a to a dark place, but or a darker place. But sure, let's um, go there, though. But you were talking about uh, you're like, I don't feel like I'm doing the kinds of things in comedy that I want to do right now. Yeah, and I was like, you just got a JFL audition. <laughs> yeah, uh, which like I'm very thankful fuck, for, Nick? and that's fucking awesome. Uh, but, you know, it's first off, like, not the same thing as, like, actually doing JFL. Like, it only means uh, so much. To me, it's just, like, another show here, and I want to, like, do so much, like, more. Like, when we did the Fringe Fest, that was, like, probably the most fun comedy-wise. Even though I I don't think I was, like, very good then. But that was still, like, the most fun week, like, oh, comedy-wise that I've man. ever yeah. had. Yeah. yeah. And it just, like, felt so big. It felt like like, I mean, we were doing nothing but, like shooting the shit during the day, barking hard for the show at night, and then doing the show at night. And that you were doing that for a month. I only had a week of that. I, I went crazy. Yeah. yeah. I went but that nuts. shit felt like it felt right. Yeah. It was awesome, right? <laughs> and you could, yeah. you could you could work out even in the week that you were there, you could come up with new bits, discover new shit. Yeah. Like try new shit out every day. Like it was really awesome. It changes your mindset and like I just I mean, I think everybody who's like even a little bit a little bit ambitious feels this way. It's just like I think we all want to just like have more than like we have uh, currently. I don't know that that's like even if I had everything that I wanted, you know, if I was like a writer on Conan and like getting to go up every day and like living out in L.A. and stuff that still to me, I feel like wouldn't be enough, you know, unless it was all like very meaningful. So yeah. that's like what I have to find in myself is just like making everything that I'm doing, even like here, uh, like just meaningful to me. That's, that's fascinating. <laughs> Why do you feel like it's not, do you feel like it's not meaningful now? Uh, there's like some give and take with it. Like I, now generally when I write a joke and I do perform like, yes, it's meaningful. But then the moment that I start looking for external validation, it loses its meaning. Huh. And that's like something that I've been struggling with, like, I, I guess, like, since I've started. Uh, and that's like, again, like a struggle that I don't know that you ever really like or that I might not ever get over. But uh, it's it's still like it's it's interesting. You know, I'm just trying to figure it all out. That's fascinating. I like I, I guess uh, I've never <laughs> felt I guess I sometimes feel like it's maybe not like meaningful. I try to yeah. always write about things that I think are important to me 
Yeah. Which, but maybe, but like, I don't know. Uh, I guess there's I've never... a certain level of it. Like when you, or at least for me, when there was like a JFL showcase and, and, and I'm like, okay, I'm doing this. Like one of the first questions that came to my mind was, okay, what, what do these people like want to see rather than what do I want to say? Got it. Okay. And that's, that's like, uh, I think a, a, a problem, a good problem to have. Uh, and it's like a good way to like, find yourself i think in the art that you do well there's like a I, there's definitely a the audience consideration portion i feel yeah. like it's probably part of the reason why i feel like you you've been successful being a comic in chicago is oh, that it's like you. at least i feel like you have and it's because i feel like you get that sense of audiences or like you get the sense of i can do the <clears throat> things that you guys want to see mm -hmm. uh, does that make sense yeah uh it's still like you still want that to be meaningful because like uh I think I said this earlier, like you, you can, it's pretty easy to like make people laugh. Uh, it's about like making that just like meaningful. It's like, what are you saying with the thing? Right? Yeah. And I'm... you can like, you can get like the JFL and you can get all kind. you can get all kinds of like crazy cool stuff, like doing pretty meaningless shit. Mm. And that's like definitely not a place that I want to be in. Yeah. Do you feel like a lot of the stuff you've done is not, has been meaningless or has just been like, I'm just you know, we're just, jo they're just jokes. They're not like any, there's no, no substance to them or something. No, there's, uh, everything that like I write, uh, has like meaning to me. Sure. So, uh, that's not to say that everything I say has a point. In fact, like pretty much nothing I say has a point, but <laughs> like, uh, for me, it's just, it's just about like the art of expression. Uh, I really like variants. I like joke variants mm. and, uh, it's easy to do that with like stories. And so there's a good mesh of like stories, which are, I think, at least for me, like inherently meaningful and, and valuable and like cool to like mine and like, learn about myself from. And then uh, the art of like expressing that, which is like through different kinds of like jokes, you know, a yep. misdirection or, or what have you. I think that I was wanted to talk to you about this on the pod too. Is the uh, the stuff that you were doing with Mash Media, like the uh, yeah the uh, what is that? It's problematic. Problematic. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> problematic, which is a great word. That uh, the robbery scene. We'll I'll yeah. link that in the in the notes to this episode. But like that is so funny. That's gotten a lot of views, I think, on YouTube, right? Thanks. Yeah, yeah. Skyler wrote that one. That one is so funny. Yeah. Where you guys are like robbing a robbing a liquor store or something <laughs> and then like yeah robbing for compliments out here man There's, it's it's kind of funny like uh the last few things that uh we've written like consistently skylar has had daddy issues in each of them <laughs> and that's just expression like happening that's funny <laughs> yeah oh skylar i need to get him back on this podcast he's like he's like blowing up now it feels like a little bit in the scene i guess you guys yeah. both are but it feels like Skyler, it's less, it's, let me put it this way. It's not surprising that either one of those things is happening. Mm -hmm. But I feel like since the beginning, people have been like, oh shit, that Nick Ogle, like, man, he's, he's like, you know, had like attention from like agents and stuff like this. Oh, I feel like that might just be like Bill. I don't think. I, yeah. I mean like Bill super <laughs> bumps in. <laughs> yeah, Bill, Bill Petit definitely yeah. has been like, I'm just trying to ride these Nick Ogle coattails. To <laughs> Look, if I had coattails, I would. I would let you guys ride them all day he's long. Just, that sounds weird. He's just It's funny to say this, but he's just like very envious of you, I think, because it feels like you, he, I don't know this because I've never really talked to him about it, but I mm -hmm. think that he, he feels that you naturally 
get what he has to work to like get is how I think he feels. So it's like you're just like, what's up? And audiences <laughs> love you. And Bill gets up there and he's like, what's up? And audiences just hate him. Like and he has to, he has to like work. Well, he also it. talks about contentious shit. Like yeah, I he, said, he I loves. Yeah, he. It's <laughs> it's funny to me because I've, I've never. He's talked like, to why him don't about. these people like my esoteric opinions about blah blah yeah. blah? Yeah, how come they this don't want to hear yeah. me talk about why incels are the real victims? <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, he's gonna listen to this and be mm-hmm. mad at me, and then also go, yeah, but incels are the real victims, <laughs> <laughs> and that's the best part of it. <laughs> um, no, oh, dude. I mean, I. I don't know. I think Josh Otusanya is one. I don't know like how name droppy these podcasts can be. I mean, so, whatever. You, it's, what, what, you know, <laughs> we have the audience. These are all comedians who we know, of course, and you guys yeah. can, can Google them or, or whatever. But the uh, the audience is largely, I think, one third to half of it is Chicago, you know, mm-hmm. based people. The other half okay. is people who have followed me on Cora, and I'm okay. like, cool, yeah, and and or or come from my YouTube mm-hmm. channel, and that's like very interesting because there's. Those people are like from India and Jamaica, yeah, Russian yeah, Federation, those from all over. Denmark, yeah, all over mm-hmm. the France and in the UK, and so that's because they have no idea who these people are. Yeah, <laughs> so I'm dropping it. Yeah, shout Bill, out! I should well, say shout everybody out. Everybody on Cora knows Bill Batiste. Oh, that's yeah. true. A shout out to James O'Leary, by the way. He yeah. has like been the most consistent fan of this podcast since the beginning. All right, he's he's awesome. I'll and, shout uh, him out too. Is he Irish? Is he just uh, straight up American? Oh, uh, he's from the UK. I don't oh, know if word. he's Irish, okay. but I know he's he's going to. Uh, are you going to Oxford or Cambridge? One of the universities in those towns. What if he just answered? My family is. Like that'd be so good. I guess my phone starts ringing. <laughs> I know. He. Uh, my family's in Oxford. So if you're James out there, I I'll connect with you next time I'm in Oxford to do some some stand up. I did stand up at the ISIS Boathouse, which is a. Uh, yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> I know, right? There's a river that goes through Oxford called the ISIS River. And the boathouse is on the river is the ISIS boathouse. <laughs> I know, and it's been that name for like mm-hmm. a like a few hundred years. Wow! And the it's you're really so... glowing up, aren't you? I'm sorry, it was too easy. <laughs> I too <know> easy. <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad, man. Because <laughs> the um the I talked to the when I was trying to do stand up there because they have like an open mic night kind of. Yeah. And I was talking to the manager. And he was like, we're not changing the name. He's like, we've been here for hundreds of years before ISIS existed, and we'll be here for hundreds of years <laughs> after they're gone. And just this mm-hmm. week, he was right, because ISIS is go. done. Yeah. yeah. So, Dude, I heard they quit. They got hashtag canceled. I, I actually don't. I haven't heard <laughs> dude, anything about Yeah, dude, it's bad. I know the same thing happened with um, Archer, right? Like the show Archer. I think the organization was originally called, called ISIS. ISIS. Yeah. yeah. And then they fucking sell outs. They fucking caved. Yeah. <laughs> they had to like change the name. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's They so don't want to be associated with the real ISIS, I guess. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, what the fuck were we talking about before I went down this uh, rabbit hole? I brought up Josh Otusanya to say he's very likable on stage. And that's like... Uh, I don't I don't know like what comes with that. And just like, like mad pretty also. Yeah, that well yeah. <laughs> just fucking like What a good looking dude. Good looking dude. He's like one of the few who can pull off who can like look that good without also looking Alien, like a yeah. fucking douche. Yeah, on he, stage, he he looks you know? good without alienating the crowd because he's got that yeah. like big smile and he's like hey. Yeah, and he could say fucking anything. Because yeah. that's that's the thing, is like I've heard him say some like some pretty edgy shit that like it doesn't sound that edgy coming from him no, but like he's like so happy yeah looking. but when you say it with a smile and you have like that likability factor you can go like pretty far with it so so real man you yeah. guys i think that like i think you have that a little bit 
I think oh, Scott, thank you. Yeah, like because you're you're like it's the same kind of thing. It's like you have a look that like people are like, oh, this guy. Like, we'll see how much longer that lasts too, because I'm like, you know, I'm 25. I feel like I'm getting up there. I'm you 33, know? man. I mean, I don't, you know. You still have I all just, your hair. You look great. Oh, thanks, man. Mm-hmm. I just shaved the beard. That's been weird. Everybody, there's like this happens mm-hmm. like every every year in Chicago is I'll grow like a beard and then I'll meet new comics and then the comics <laughs> that know me from not having the beard will be like, oh, I didn't recognize you. And then people will meet me with the beard and I'll shave it and they'll be like, who the fuck is this? And they'll be like, oh shit, I didn't recognize you. (laughs) It happens like Mm -hmm. twice a year. And it's only either like a foot long or just not there at all. There's no in between. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) That's so funny, man. I, yeah. Do you find like, are you, uh, do you perform any differently or are you more likable with or without the beard? I think I'm more likable without it because yeah. with it, I think it's difficult to read my facial expressions. Mm-hmm. And so as a result, audiences take me like way more seriously. Yeah. Like I can say things ironically when I don't, I think a lot of my humor I'm, I'm learning. I mean, having done it this long, I should know it by now, but I think a lot of my humor is kind of ironic. Like I'll say things that are obviously not, I don't believe or obviously yeah. aren't true. <laughs> and and the and audiences when I don't have a beard will kind of like get it, but when I mm-hmm. say things like that with a beard, I think people are like, I think this guy's just a racist. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, people be like that too. I mean, I found that in myself where like I'll tell a story that's like uh, for the most part made up, and people are like, Oh, did he really say that? Or it's just like a shortened version. He's like, Oh, did that actually happen? Did he really say that? Did a baby really fall out the air vent and start DJing? I'm like. <laughs> fucking yeah dude just like (laughs) enjoy the joke yo (laughs) i think that like people are just kind of i think that there's two things i think that people are want to be part of it and i think that people are also just dumb like yeah as awful as it is to say that but i think that like jeff asma says you got to feed pigs the slop (laughs) and i think that (laughs) well i mean you you have to know like who all is in your audience so of course you're gonna have people like i had this i had uh I mean, I still, I guess I still kind of do this material, but like some of my earlier material is just about like, I be, I be young looking, you know? Yeah. And this woman came up to me like after I did a set of, I guess, like I be young looking jokes. And she was like, well, you know, you wouldn't, you wouldn't look so young. You could look older if you dress better. And I was like, wow. ouch. But also like, who are you that you're taking this so seriously? Yeah. You know? Oh my God. You'd have more <laughs> friends if you were nicer. Yeah. Bitch. <laughs> All these comebacks that I could have shed, said but didn't. I just, how do you even, I can't even believe somebody was like, oh, this will help. Yeah. I think it, 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 I, I think it came from a good place. Yeah. She's like, here he is. You do sometimes, I will say this. Sometimes <laughs> you do, I every once in a while I'll see you on stage and I'm like, Nick's dressing like he's like, uh, you know, forward in soccer right now. Like he's, <laughs> he's on like a junior soccer team or something. This shit's comfortable, man. Yeah. Did you play soccer? No, like or so, no. not at all. <laughs> no, no, never. What, I just like play? the pants. Dog. Did you play any sports when you were? I played basketball. Oh yeah, and I ran track. Uh, yes, I do consider that a sport. Yeah, track's a sport. Yeah, uh, yeah, man, that dude, track is fucking tough. And I think I am above average at table tennis. Whoa. Yeah. And if we count Super Smash Brothers as an esport, <laughs> I can make it out of a first round of a bracket in Super Smash Brothers. There's something about esports that make me feel like I agree it's competitive. It is mm-hmm. difficult. It's definitely like a challenge. And but I is yeah. it a sport? Like I don't. I feel like there's zero. I mean, it's a- all like athletic. I think it's mostly like hand-eye coordination just at the most minuscule level so it's still like that's true exercising 
a muscle or a kind of like coordination system. I mean, it's but. weird for me to say this, but like I don't consider golf a sport for like sim- similar reasons. Yeah, I I'm I'm with you there. Like I'm I think <laughs> I think golf is a great game. Yeah, like, and it's competitive, but like it's not a sport. But it's not a sport. No, I don't no, know. No. Try to how about throw a javelin? You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> like how about you know go mm-hmm. like run track? Like none of these yeah. none of the golfers are gonna go run. You know, none of them are gonna go compete in like a hundred yard dash. That's right. You you can look like any kind of way as a golfer. Oh yeah, totally. Like decent. The president golfs. Yeah. Like, see, there there you go, right there. So it's like, if, that's if you any can look any kind, if you can be unathletic and yeah. like do the thing, like if you just be, as well as somebody who is the most athletic, then because I because I I hear rumors that Babe Ruth, for instance, was like fat. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, he definitely was. So, yeah. Also I, I, competed but, before black people could compete. That's true. But I mean, like he. The, this is what I'm talking about, though. Is like if you look obviously unhealthy, yeah. I don't really think that you can really <laughs> mm-hmm. consider it a sport. Like I think baseball is a sport. There are people who play it who definitely are like, dude, you should yeah. lose some weight. Like you're a little chubby and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. But that's a, but it is a sport. With esports, though, I guess it's like, you know, you you're not gonna get like a shredded six pack, but you will have like like the the strongest thumbs on earth you know? oh yeah dude you got these calluses and bruises all over your hands yeah dude i mean there's fighting a... off carpal tunnel for the rest of your life dude that's like an actual thing like uh like these kids are like getting carpal tunnel before they're supposed to i you know and you would think like it's relatively like you know, there's like no impact so there's like you would yeah. think there's no injuries but like yeah i've heard of guys who like you know get like tumors in their thumbs and yeah or shit. like losing their fucking like far you know vision because they're yeah. staring at screens in uh-huh. front of them all the time yeah and that's like not healthy <laughs> no you know what i mean and it's it's so weird though how many people watch this shit and it, i have to admit yeah. it's like you know like you go on like saint james is doing that podcast now where he is uh he's uh you're playing video games and he's like chopping it up to like the funniest mm-hmm. parts of it i thought that was genius when i first heard of it because i was like yeah let's plays are so popular online yeah that would be really really it would you get an audience be good no you yeah. don't even have to be good it would get an audience and i did it with i i we played rayman at his apartment and he tricked me into saying the n-word now i'm a little jealous i want to go <laughs> <laughs> what a podcast dude i know it's so funny <laughs> um I mean, you have to you're go. Like, you're so focused, like on, on the it. thing, like, yeah. yeah. And then he he tricked me into saying it, or maybe not. You'll have to go watch this podcast, <laughs> see how it happened. Maybe I just ventured it. You don't know. So, so anyway, you have to go check out his podcast when he releases it. But that that was such a good idea because those things have humongous audiences. Yeah, like, that's what. Mm-hmm. So it's funny because Tucker Brookshire and Paige Blur just did that fashion show, comedy show thing, mm-hmm. and I thought that's where somebody's got to find a niche in comedy to really like if you want to make it you can't just walk around telling jokes on stages yeah that's great there's a ton of people who do that finding a niche a niche like that like he did like tucker and page did Mm -hmm. is a really good idea like you can find this this group of people and start to like do do comedy kind of to that community and really become important in it the gaming community is a great example like it's fantastic. I mean, like, yeah. I think if St. James really doubled down on that, I mean, mm-hmm. pr- the problem also is he's, like, not really, he doesn't present like a nerd. Like, he doesn't present yeah. like he's someone <clears throat> from that community. Well, I think what's the most important thing is, like. He presents like a guy with, who robs people from that community. <laughs> <laughs> like, who just picks on everybody in that community. I fucking see that. <laughs> but it's, like, it. what it really, I think, comes down to is, like, at the end of the day, it's about a story. Like, oh, the yeah. reason these things are, are, like, so popular and, like, so competitive is that, like, 
there's there's like people with insane stories like the best super smash brothers player is like from argentina like i think dropped out of middle school or something came here was like couch surfing with like 50 dollars in his pocket it's just like crazy stuff like that yeah that that really attracts now he's the greatest smash player yeah but like that easily could have just not worked out you know (laughs) yeah i would hate to play against him i would throw that controller so hard no he probably he's probably i mean can you just think about playing for life man (laughs) dude i have friends that that's like their religion is that game yeah and if that dude's the best like oh yeah that uh, because people get like extra extra salty at like video games in a way that i don't really see with like basketball well because it feels like because i think i think when you're in a real sport (laughs) <laughs> when it feels like you're outclassed by somebody, mm-hmm. some your brain does something where you're like, "Oh, I'm out of my depth." Yeah, like I used to when I did when I fought MMA, you would fight against guys who were better than you. You'd spar mm-hmm. against them, and your brain would immediately you'd just be like, "All right, I'm out of my I'm out of my depth here. I'm I just need to change my like." you know, my strategy or just, gotta, or just yeah. I just need to learn or like, I need to focus on, you know, go back to the vision board. Yeah. Or whatever. <laughs> and like, or, but you know, your limitations, but the weird thing about video games is that because you don't have an, it's like, you should just be able to do better because yeah. there's no physical quality to it. It's just your brain and your hands. And you're that's, fucking, yeah. And that's it. And when you're not good at it, it like, it doesn't, you're doesn't, it feels like you should be good at it. I think it's mostly about now. I'm not a competitive player, uh, by any sort of like sense of the word, but I think it's about like picking up on human habits and shit. It's yeah. about like when you can figure out like how to probe people. I mean, it's kind of like comedy, right? Like you can make them believe something or like probe them to a certain direction. And then like, then you have them where you want them, you know? Totally. Yeah. Like you're talking about like messing with an audience and like get a corner on them and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Corner I mean, same thing in like in, in esports. it's like, Oh, I know like watching this player, he has a habit of, I don't know, like being really defensive or something. I, I don't know. It's funny, like yeah. that's. It, it's interesting because they were talking about. I one time watched this, uh, you know, like finals of like StarCraft, whatever. Like uh-huh. that one. It's amazing to me that that game that came out like fifteen years, maybe sixteen years ago now, is like yeah. still like a giant. Like that's the number one sport in Korea. Is like Shit. yeah, <laughs> it's playing StarCraft. Uh, but like they were talking about some of these guys who compete at like this international level and how good they are. Mm-hmm. And they were like, Oh, this is a hallmark of like, um, Yokosabe's like, you know, strategy going into these games is he always oh, like yeah. does this like blah, blah, blah. And you're like, uh, you're like, what the, what the, f-? like, how do they, like he has, like he has enough, he's played this game enough and these guys have observed him enough that they can mm-hmm. tell that he has a like, consistent like this is how he approaches the game yeah i've never even thought like about that with and like shit before like yeah. he, he eats a regimented food like that's yeah. what there's also problems i love it like, some some esports dudes in india are probably listening to this being like this motherfucker doesn't yeah. know what he's talking. <laughs> you're saying it's not a sport like <laughs> <laughs> yeah motherfucker fight me with those thumbs sure <laughs> that's that's funny uh they i know like e- esports is like having they're having problems like that normal sports i guess you would say like are also having with like doping there's i remember what? there was like something yeah people like but for that like doping is just taking adderall <laughs> oh my god <laughs> and they're like well is that like cheating or not like i don't know maybe is it a sport to begin with <laughs> oh my god dude <laughs> 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 Where Adderall is doping? That's maybe I don't know. I mean, I this is a 
<laughs> this is a rabbit hole. I don't know if we want to venture down. I'm amazed that this has been this productive with talking about esports. Though. Shit, sorry. <laughs> but I didn't know so <laughs> much. How did we get out of this? It was like we started talking about Joshua Tusanya, and now we're talking about esports. Esports, man. Yeah. I don't know. What are we? Uh, this uh, this podcast has flown by. We're at like forty forty seven ish minutes in here. Um. So what we? I should ask you this, Nick. Where did you? Mm-hmm. Where did you grow up? Grow up, man. Where? Uh, you know what? Uh, what? What's the whole background? <laughs> Uh, I've known you for a long time, but yeah. I don't, I've never known that. I'm still growing up. <laughs> uh, okay. Grew up. Uh, before I came to Chicago, I, I was in North Carolina. I, I I was born in Michigan. Uh, had family there. Like lived there for the first six years of my life. Uh, oh, where? Farmington Hills. Oh yeah, I yeah. grew up right around that area. Yeah, I, I Southfield, the next you. town over. It probably doesn't even look the same as like what I remember. No, it's a lot worse now. Is it? Oh, really? <laughs> I'm sure. Just, like even more dirt roads. <laughs> oh, dirt roads. roads. No, 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 probably less of that. But yeah, <laughs> there's it's definitely still not. It's probably it's like the economy's not not oh, going great. Yeah. Um. Shoot. But yeah, that's well. I mean, I had family in Flint. Uh, and Flint has like never been good from what I've seen. No, dude. Yeah. No yeah. way. Not since the seventies. No, yeah. So got got up out of there, moved to North Carolina, um, where I like lived, went to college, and then I moved to Chicago for law school. So I would I, I call North Carolina my home. Got it. Where in North Carolina? Uh Wake Forest. Oh, Raleigh area. Okay, got it. Yeah. The Raleigh Durham area. Yeah, yeah. It's fucking like beautiful place because it's like it's like slow, uh, but like not too slow. Mm. You know, I like. Uh, there was a lot of tech growth and that yeah. like tech companies coming out of the Raleigh area. There was a. Uh, I I spent a bunch of time, not a ton, but some time in Charlotte, mm-hmm. and like really like that town's great. Yeah, that's metro as hell. That's yeah, dope. it reminds yeah. me a lot of um, Grand Rapids, Michigan, kind of the way that that Lost city is. But I don't. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, anyway. <laughs> It's like a, it's a cool town, and then uh, we've gone up. I mean, Gloria really wants to go up to Asheville. And oh, like, Asheville is beautiful. Yeah, yeah. We were uh, gonna, we were gonna very take... racist on the outskirts of Asheville, but Asheville itself, <laughs> fucking awesome. <laughs> I just feel like that could be like anywhere in America. <laughs> like yeah. outside the city, it kind of sucks. <laughs> <Is> he... <laughs> outside the city, not that great. Yeah, tons of like Confederate flags, but inside the city, just hipsters. Yeah, you would do very well there. I thought, um, I thought, you know, what's funny though is, uh, I, I wasn't really aware how bad in terms of like racial issues, the United States really was and how bad Chicago is specifically until uh-huh. we went to Edinburgh and like, oh, yeah. during that time I was like, wow, I, f- this feel, I don't feel any racial Fucking, pressure here. That was like, this is kind of sad to say, but it was like the first time I felt like I was treated like a person. Yeah. Like, yeah. Just like they have no concept of that. And it was like cool to live like that for a little bit yeah and it was it was cool for me too because i <laughs> felt like i didn't feel weird g- guilt pressure like yeah. i think that i think that what exacerbates the problem in america is that i think that a lot of white people who are who are like i i hate the term ally but who are like mm-hmm. you know who are like yeah they're i know what you're trying to progressive yeah, supportive yeah, yeah. like whatever you want to describe it um and i guess i would self-identify as that type of person uh, feel a weird kind of guilt pressure. Yeah, there's an empathy there. Yeah, that, like yeah, but it it makes it like worse in a weird way because it's yeah. almost like I just can't like we have to like there's this weird like political like dance that we all kind of have to do publicly. Yeah. But the other place that I didn't feel that pressure necessarily was in St. Louis. 
Like, Interesting. Yeah, yeah. And, which is strange because St. Louis, like you would think, that, like Ferguson and all this like shit, there's like yeah. bad stuff there. But do you I, know why maybe you didn't feel that in St. Louis, or you were just there and like the atmosphere was such that you just like did not feel that? I, that's a good question. Uh, I was talking to uh, somebody. I was talking to a guy who's at a production company in St. Louis, and I think that one the racial issues in the city itself are actually not as bad as the media portrays because a mm-hmm. lot of the statistics that the media uses to talk about the racial issues in St. Louis come from St. Louis County. St. Louis itself is one of a small number of what they call Commonwealth like cities in yeah. America. St. Louis, the city is actually older, much, much older than actually it's before the is co- it like colonial. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. 1600s, it was a French okay. city. And it was even the oldest um, large scale uh, city ever um, in um, North America, period, was across the river from St. Louis. It was called Cahokia, and it's an ancient Mississippian Indian cultured city. Oops, pardon me. I just accidentally kicked that thing. <laughs> and um, that area has been settled for a long time. It was settled by fur trader, French fur traders in like the 1600s. So yeah. the city is like much older than America. So it's its own political body, and a lot of those records inside the city are never reported when they when they talk about St. Louis County because it's a different. Okay. They say, the counties actually does not include the city, so it's almost it's weird. It's almost as if you were talking about like if you removed Detroit from Wayne County, mm-hmm. you'd be like, "Wow, Wayne County is like a safe place to live." Like, but when you yeah, add that's in super interesting that you yeah, found that like within America, yeah. And so the the fascinating thing about it is like when we went when I went to St. Louis, I remember telling Gloria, I was like, this actually feels like uh, we're ha- like there's so many like this place is so diverse. Like there's black people, and white people hanging out. We're like, there's no it doesn't. F- I don't feel any like weird That's racial right. pressure. And you in say chi- feel it's a physical in feeling. Chicago. You feel it. Yeah. Like you feel it just walking around like St. Louis mm-hmm. didn't feel it at all. I was like this fucking this is aw- it feels like a relief. Like, yeah, it's 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 quite literally like a physical feeling. Uh, that like, uh, it, like yeah. To bring it back to Edinburgh, that was just like it. It it's super interesting. Like when you feel that for the first time, because it's like you didn't know that you've been feeling that for like so long. It's like taking off a tight shoe that you didn't know was. That's like a great squeezing wow. the shit out of your foot. That's some that's some poetic shit, man. <laughs> just taking off waxing this tight poetic. Shoe. Learn yeah. that from you, bro. <laughs> waxing, <laughs> waxing poetic <laughs> with that bit where the, like, the girl the- is. Yeah. On the date. You feeling like a man now? I know it. I know it. <laughs> I love that. I love that bit so much. I did that at the World Series of Comedy this past week, and they did not care for it. Man, they don't deserve you. <laughs> I don't know. Actually, I will say this: is that when I got to the end of that bit, some guy in the first row went. He went like, "That's a good one." <laughs> That's the best, man. I, I know it was so a, good. I have a recording where I went back and like listened to uh, one of my sets, and like I said, I had this tag that's like. Uh, Judge me by the color of my skin, not the content of my character. And I said that, and like this lady next to the recording, not laughing, goes, "Oh, I get it. <laughs> oh, I get it." <laughs> like, well, yeah, that guy's funny. That's, um, that, that's hilarious. Yeah. I pointed at the dude, and I was like, "Intellectually stimulating." <laughs> <laughs> you should like. You would crush it if you just labeled your comedy sets TED Talks. <laughs> um, I pointed at the guy in the front row who said it, and I was like, "Thank you, sir. It was a good one." And then I like, <laughs> and then I moved on to the next <laughs> to the next bit. Thank you for that validation, sir. Yeah, and then I still yeah. didn't make it past the first round of the World Series. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what You're the like, fuck, but man? that guy said, yeah, but that guy said it was it's good. The only though. one who said it was good. 
Mm-hmm. What the fuck? They, uh, I don't even know. I need to email them to see what that feedback is. Like, yeah, it's just funny. I, that, that got me questioning. What, do you know like what, like they're even looking for? I really don't know. They Cause gave it seems me sometimes like, like a lot of places are like looking for a type. Yeah. You know? I don't know. I asked them once. That's the third time I've done the world series of comedy. I've never made it past the first round. Mm-hmm. And what made me kind of mad last time is this time I was like, eh, whatever. Like it could have been, it was a toss up the top three people. I was yeah. like, number one, I was like, yep, that guy deserved it. Number two, I was like, oh yeah, I can see why she got it. Mm-hmm. Number three, I was like, I, it's a toss. I have no idea why this guy got it. Like yeah. could have been any of us. But the last time I did it was at Zanies Rosemont. And I was like, I saw the, the one guy get it. And then I saw, uh, they were like in third place is blank. And I was like, oh, I'm absolutely going to get uh-huh. first or second place. Like that, if this guy's getting third, I'm absolutely getting yeah. one of these top spots. And then I didn't get it. And I went to them because I was genuinely like, guys, I really want to know what. And they tell you before, yeah. they're like, please come up and we'll give you feedback. And the guy who like ran it, who's a very nice guy, was like, yeah, you um, you actually turned your back to the audience and turned sideways what to the, the audience fuck? once. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? Like, wow. So, so I, even... It- I'm like I, I they were. If these people are even like in comedy like that. I was like they were laughing. Like yeah. Do you think Sorry. it? Like does it matter? <laughs> like. <Yeah. laughs> oh my god, man. Yeah. That's a weird thing to yeah to to really dock you on. But I I guess that's what I I don't know. I can only assume that these people are not in it for the craft of joke writing. I don't know, you man. Know, I don't know what they're what they're looking for, man. It's yeah, a good, they do, interesting. They, I don't want to shit that. on them though. They do a good job. Like the World Series of Comedy is amazing. They, yeah. They they they. they they've been doing it for years. It's a real event. Like the guys who run it are great, but that particular bit of feedback, I was mm-hmm. like, I don't really think this is useful. Like, yeah, <laughs> my experience on stage is that if I'm always doing my jokes directly at the crowd, like I get, I have so much personality. It gets to be too much for them. Yeah. But this is why I'm recording all of mine lately is because I'm like, I need to see the video to make sure. That's right. Maybe that guy so, just wanted the, the full, the full lemon. He dip. wanted the full lemon. Yeah. <laughs> oh, give me the, the full, full lemon. The whole thing, yeah. Uh, well, man, we're up up in about an hour, dude. Uh, oh. Talk talk about the just talk about the JFL audition and stuff and how that went and how all that came together and stuff. Yeah. Well, that was. I mean, this. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. It was like a pretty fun like run uh, for me. Like a really cool couple of days because right before the JFL audition, I got to do the Keenan Thompson showcase. Uh, like where the winner gets to uh, go, go to New York, live, right? Yeah, yeah, go to New York, get to see a live taping of of SNL. Then you get to meet with Keenan about your goals and shit. And then like you see my background, like the background on my phone is fucking SNL. I'm like, oh fuck, this would be yeah. so cool. You right? go say so, hi to Chris Red, like yeah. who's done your show exactly. Yeah. Uh, and um, <clears throat> so I did, I did that show, which was uh. It was first off, like the whole lineup was pretty much black. There was like a couple diversity spots in there, and then like <laughs> uh, the whole laugh factor was packed out, uh, like pretty much ninety nine percent black people. It was fucking rowdy. It oh, was dude, dope. I love black crowds. Yeah, way more than white crowds. Oh hell yeah, dude! They were giving it like the energy was there. Of course, like I I crushed. I did really well. Uh, didn't get it recorded. Uh, uh. <laughs> um, which yeah, which sucked, but whatever what factory didn't record it even no no oh, well, no sad. i think like the keenan's like people whatever recorded it but then that was just like for sent him. over to I don't him think to I, take a look at yeah i don't think i get that do you, do you uh, get video. did you get feedback did you get to move on or how does that work no so i didn't get chosen they chose like four people out of a list of like 
I think like 23 or something. Got um, it. And each person like definitely deserved it. I had to follow uh, one of the people who did uh, get to move on to whatever the next round is. Uh, it was Corey Bell. And she like, for anybody who doesn't know, is just like she murders so hard. Like, wow. That was the first time that I had ever like felt nervous before going. I'm like, oh, she's murdering so hard. I might not be able to follow this. And then that was a really important lesson. And I did just fine. I went up there. I was like, oh, no, they're not like comparing you to the person before you. Yeah. Each time or even if they are, it's not like they're not going to not laugh at you if you're not funny. Yeah. You know, so, uh, yeah, uh, good, good little lesson about like being myself. That gave me all kinds of confidence. Uh, like, uh, like, you know, you, you know, if you can follow, if I, I felt like, you know, if I can follow Corey, I can, I can go up there and do whatever the fuck I want. She also did like brand new jokes, uh, mm. at, like for the first time, cause she's just at that level. And of course they murdered and went well. So, uh, that was like another lesson there and just like doing what it is like you want to do. So I have all this like going um, into JFL and it kind of like shaped JFL was like a few days later, I think. And it shaped what uh, my set like was going to be. So at first it was just going to be, you know, pretty much like five minutes of the hits from the last year. Uh, But then I was like, no, I have this new joke that I'm working on. That's like fun to do. Um, It's in and it's about like having fun while you're up there. Yeah. So. Uh, you know what? Fuck it. I'll do it. Right. Uh, I was the first one up. Oh, you you took the bullet. So I took two bullets. Uh, <laughs> one of them was <laughs> one of them was uh, yeah, be, being the the just the first to go up in itself is like you it's know, challenging. Who yeah, who knows how this audience can be? Uh, secondly though, the lineup had changed like last minute. Uh, I wasn't supposed to go first in the first version of the lineup. I was the second time, so. The host uh, called up the wrong person first. Oh, no. But then that person took a while to get there. And oh, she was no. Like, oh, no. Uh, oh, snap. Are you up first? I was like, yeah. And then that was a whole, like, awkward no, the whole awkward thing, is thing awkward. for, like, yeah. Because she had just gotten who's, done who's the, crushing. Who's the host? Uh, I think it was Amy Shanker. Oh, got it. She, okay. she had just, like, got done, like, she's so crushing funny. as a host. Yeah she's, yeah, she's hilarious. And then, yeah. And I went up there. I'm like, oh, no. I don't know, like what's up with all this momentum uh but then i i don't know i was just like whatever have fun with it and it was just fine because she called up uh i think caitlin sure i don't know how to say her last name but caitlin whatever like was uh oh who she called yeah yeah and then i went up there i was like not the first time i've been confused for a white woman which doesn't really make any sense but it diffused attention and it was just fine i think that was some of that like keenan thompson confidence yeah uh that came through and then i like did my brand new joke that did like just fine got that taped uh and then uh yeah i i think i find out in june uh how I don't. I don't off. know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I don't know if they email you or what. Because I did it last year. Uh, obviously, didn't get it. But I don't know like how they let people know these things. So. Oh, that's right. You did it last year, also. Yeah. Oh yeah, God, yeah. I still have that clip too. That was awful. I did not deserve it last year. Uh, but this year, I think this year felt like I. I like that when like it felt redemptive. You know. Got it. Because like last year, I looked at the clip. I'm like, God, this like it's just such a hot. I just was like, jokes. I think you guys are gonna. I mean, like I say you because I lump you and Skylar into a similar group. But I guess like you guys are hey, gonna, like that. just gonna have great <laughs> careers and do good stuff. And 
all of that. You. Just I don't so. don't forget that I believed in you back back when. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I told Skylar, like, Sky, I remember Skylar getting off stage sometimes and being like, well, I don't know how it went. And I'm like, dude, you're hilarious. Like, that was really, you're going to yeah. have a great career, Skylar. Like, and he'd be like, oh, man, thanks, Lemon. <laughs> <laughs> This was back when he was like I'm 20. Like, I'm going to be like, do you, you think this shit is for free? <laughs> <laughs> I believe okay. in you. My belief in you is an investment. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm being nice to you because I like you. <laughs> trying to place good bets. Yeah, look, man, I don't fucking like the kid either. I think <laughs> he's going so, places, though. So we room together. <laughs> that's so funny, man. Uh, all right, let's wind this up. Nick, where can yeah. people get at you and follow you? Uh, at N I C K O L A S O G L E on Instagram and Twitter and like add me on Facebook. Like fucking let's talk. Nobody uses Facebook, but like fuck. If you're under the age of, of, of like 30, nobody uses it, man. Yeah. I mean, wherever, wherever you want to add me and talk, cause I'll, I'll talk about anything with anybody. All right, man. Well, that's cool. Thank you for dropping by. Oh, wait, shit. Sorry. Also forgot ahead. to plug my show at the Laugh Factory. Oh, yeah. Good one. <laughs> uh, Young Hustle show last Friday of every month, 10 p.m. Also, Problem Magic Comedy on YouTube. Yeah, that one is great. I, those are yeah. You should go watch. I'll link that in the, <laughs> in the, in the show notes. We hit that like button. Be hit that subscribe that. button. I've been saying that as a joke on this podcast all the time. I Hit like, that smash that like button I would, like it yeah, owes you money. I would, I would like people to subscribe, but like part of me is like, I just don't really give a fuck. Like, I don't want to do the dance of, yeah. Ooh, please subscribe to the podcast. Like, don't forget, don't don't forget, forget to, to like, like and subscribe. subscribe. Yeah, it like, almost like doesn't sound natural if you don't say it. Like it's bizarre, right? Yeah. Like, uh, anyway. And I never do it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because it should be. I you should hopefully you're producing things that people are like. Oh shit, I want to see what's next. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so I'll probably never have subscribers. Anyway, uh, oh. thank you so I'll much subscribe. for dropping by, dude. Uh, meanwhile, the madness continues. Bye. <laughs>